Hello, Stonebridge, and welcome to Stonebridge Extras. I am Pastor John, one of the pastors at Stonebridge Community Church. And the Extras podcast is a time that we set aside to dig a little deeper on a concept, to look at something in the Bible or a theological idea and try to think about it a little more deeply. And this week, I wanted to focus on the idea of sacred time. Because we have coming up here Holy Week. And Holy Week is the week before Easter. So I wanted to explain what Holy Week is, but then talk about sacred time in general. Before I dive into that, though, I want to make sure everybody knows something important just scheduling-wise. This is going to be the last extras um, for a little bit here. We only do these for certain sermon series. Um, It's not an every week thing. So we're going to take a break from extras, and we'll be coming back probably sometime in the summer um, to do one and then do another one in the fall. And they're paired with sermon series at Stonebridge Community Church. So just in case you're looking for it next week or the following week, we won't be doing another extras one for a couple months here. But for this week, like I said, I want to look at Holy Week. Holy Week is the week before Easter. It begins with Palm Sunday. And then we have Monday, Thursday. We have Good Friday. We have Holy Saturday. And then Easter Sunday. So real quick, I'm going to just take us through each of those days, talk about what they symbolize, what they represent, what we are celebrating on those days. And then I want to talk about the idea of sacred time. This biblical concept of sacred time. That for some of you, this will be a review. You grew up in a church that celebrated Holy Week. You know what this is. It'll just be a review. For others of you, you grew up in churches that this wasn't part of the tradition. This is all new. So hopefully this can help guide your preparation for Easter. And for others of you, you didn't grow up in church. You're just experimenting with faith. You're not sure if you believe And I hope that this can help you understand what we as Christians celebrate and why Holy Week is so important to us. So, Palm Sunday is the first day in Holy Week. It begins it all. And Palm Sunday, it it acknowledges when Jesus rode into Jerusalem. It's called the triumphal entry. We as Christians know that Jesus rode into Jerusalem not to behave as a normal king did, but to go to the cross. But as he's entering into Jerusalem, the people are celebrating him. They are hailing him as a king. So we acknowledge that. We know that the expectations of the crowd that expects Jesus to be a king, those expectations are going to be let down. But Jesus enters to do something deeper than they could ever imagine. The next day that we celebrate in Holy Week is Maundy Thursday. And this is a celebration of the Last Supper. The term Maundy... It comes from the Latin word for commandment. And what Monday Thursday really celebrates is Jesus' commandment at the Last Supper to his disciples to love one another. Jesus says, a new commandment I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. Monday Thursday, when we celebrate that, we usually try to focus on the Last Supper. Maybe have a meal together. Maybe just take some time to have a, a, a dinner with friends and acknowledge Jesus' Last Supper with his disciples. And then, after Monday, Thursday, comes Good Friday. Good Friday is a celebration of the crucifixion, when Jesus died upon the cross. 
That comes the day after the Last Supper, so we celebrate it on Good Friday. Some churches, they try to celebrate Good Friday around noon, which is when Jesus would have actually died, we're told in the Gospels. Others try to celebrate closer to sunset, when darkness is descending. And this service is usually a time to acknowledge sin in the world, acknowledge death, acknowledge suffering, acknowledge the pain in the world, because all of that is what God overcame on the cross. When Jesus died on the cross, death, evil, sin, suffering, oppression, all of that is what God overcame. Good Friday is actually one of my favorite days of the year because it sets up our hope for the resurrection. If we jump too quickly to Easter and we don't pause at Good Friday, we don't really understand the depth of all that God accomplished through Jesus dying on the cross. So to understand Easter, we have to pause at Good Friday and reflect on the cross. Holy Saturday is the day before Easter. It is the recognition of Jesus's body being in the tomb. Some traditions talk about Jesus descending into hell on this day and overcoming the forces of hell. In terms of what we actually do to celebrate it, I don't think that there's that much that's too specific. But then Holy Week wraps up with Easter. And it begins the Easter season. And we spend some time after Holy Week just focusing on the resurrection, focusing on signs of the resurrection, of what it looks like to have resurrection in our lives, acknowledging that Jesus was raised from the dead. Easter is that celebration. And I think it's important for us to build up to that celebration because the resurrection of Jesus is why we are here. That's the message of the New Testament. And to take a week beforehand and set aside specific time in that week to prepare us for that celebration, it deepens our understanding, it deepens our hope, and it deepens our gratitude and recognition of all that God did. So I think it's important to take some time during Holy Week to celebrate and to acknowledge all that God did. That leads us into the next topic I want to just discuss fairly briefly here. And that's the idea of sacred time. For many of us, this might not be a concept that we're too familiar with, but the idea of sacred time is very important in the Bible. The Sabbath is the clearest example of sacred time in Scripture. And the Sabbath is the day of the week where we are not to work. Well, when I say we, I mean followers of God, the Israelites, they were not to work. It goes back to Genesis 1, where God spent six days creating the world. And on the seventh day, God rested. So we are to rest also on that day. But it's more than just resting. It's an act of worship. Refraining from work, it carves out time in our week for us to acknowledge God and to be obedient to God. And to refrain from working, recognizing that God rested so we should rest also. One Jewish author, Abraham Joshua Heschel, he's written that the Sabbath is like a sanctuary in time. And I love that idea. That instead of going to a physical sanctuary, instead of going to a physical holy space, we create a sanctuary in time with the Sabbath. By carving out specific time to not work, but to reflect on God, to rest, to celebrate, to acknowledge 
a, a, a work of God from the past. We create a sanctuary in time. I just think that's a beautiful idea. And I always think back to what the Sabbath must have meant to the Israelites when they were in exile in Babylon, when they couldn't go to their physical temple, but they knew that they had this Sabbath, this sanctuary in time where they could still connect with God and worship God. I just think it's a beautiful idea. But Israel's calendar It has all sorts of sacred festivals, sacred events. You can see this in the book of Leviticus when God gives the law to to Moses. There's all sorts of festivals. And part of being an Israelite, part of following God was setting aside time that was God's. Now, for us Christians, obviously, it's different. Um, If we're Christians and we weren't raised in Jewish heritage, then the Sabbath isn't our tradition in the same way as it is for a Jewish person. But for us Christians, Sunday really became the day of the week that we carved out sanctuary in time for God. Sunday because of the resurrection, because that was the day that Easter took place, that became the sacred time for Christians. And things like Holy Week and Christmas Those became our sacred festivals. They've had a lot of cultural stuff added to them with bunnies and trees and all of that. But these days, these celebrations, they really are sanctuaries in time where we are to pause, we are to reflect on God, reflect on what God did in the scriptures on the day that we are celebrating and worship God. I think Holy Week is important, and I think the practice of sacred time is important. Recognizing that time is one of the most valuable things we have, so we give it back to God. I think all of that is very important. So I would encourage you this next week, take some time to pause and to reflect, to pause and to celebrate and and create that sanctuary in time. On Palm Sunday, you could take some time to talk about ways in which God maybe didn't meet your expectations, but exceeded them in ways you weren't expecting. In the same way the crowd is expecting Jesus to be a conquering king, but Jesus instead goes to the cross. How has God surprised you? How has God surpassed your expectations, taken things to a deeper level for you? On Monday, Thursday, Take some time to reflect on those you love and those who love you well. Those who have uh, followed the commandment to love one another. As Jesus has loved us, we love one another. Maybe lift up examples of that love as you see them, as you enjoy a meal with the people around you. On Good Friday, take some time to pray for confession, but to also lift up to God any sort of shame that you experience, any sort of regret, any sort of mistakes Hand all of that over to Jesus, knowing that he takes care of it on the cross. And then on Easter Sunday, just celebrate. Celebrate in whatever way you can. Because we know that our God is a God of resurrection. So celebrate as Christians should celebrate. Easter is the most important day of the year for us. Have a good meal. Have uh, fun games. Do whatever it is that, you, that helps you celebrate. 
That's what Easter is for. So take this next week, carve out some time, acknowledge the sanctuary and time that our calendar gives us, and praise God. Have a good week, everybody. I look forward to seeing you all at Easter.